1: Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast.
2: And hello again, everybody, and welcome to Case in Point, a very special edition of case in point i am not rick Strawn, normally the host of the show rick is here the president and ceo of paradigm security services i'm mike Salmond, and the reason that i'm hosting the show alongside rick and a lot of his cohorts is because we have a big celebration today before we get into that first of all welcome rick great to see you as we do every wednesday morning at this time
3: thank you mike good to be here again
2: you've got your team here And you've asked me to come on, and and, and we're going to talk about Paradigm Security Services because over the last couple years, two and a half years, you've been shining the light on a lot of nonprofits in the area, a lot of other businesses serving Gwinnett County. We said, you know what, it's appropriate now that we shine the light on Paradigm, especially because this is our 100th episode. Did you ever think you'd last 100 episodes?
3: No, I feel like it's 100 years maybe.
2: <laughs> 100 years. June 6th, 2018 was your first show. And here we are, two and a half years later, still going strong. Yay. Exactly. <laughs> to help celebrate, I'm gonna go ahead, and, go ahead and give away the worst kept secret. Someone after this show <laughs> is going to pie Rick in the face. Because when we celebrate milestones around here, we don't just celebrate milestones. We do them a little differently.
3: Yeah, we've made people suffer for
2: them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> when we got to, what, 2,000 followers or so on Facebook, uh, Rick, you actually pied me.
3: Yes, I did. So this
2: is my revenge.
3: I know. Karma's hell.
2: We're going to pie you after the show. But you've got your big part of your executive team mm-hmm. here today. Tell us about who's around the table.
3: Well, we got Rene Renee Roos, who is our director of HR, and we've got Ed Acock who is director of training. And then we've got Mark Shelton at the end of the table. He is the operations manager. Chris Beatty's sitting here. He is vice president of business development. And then to my right is James Spurgeon. He is the director of operations.
2: Before we go into the business operations and and what it's been like in this crazy year of 2020, why don't you just give us a brief overview from 10,000 feet above what Paradigm Security Services does and provides?
3: Well, Paradigm has uh, focused through our career here doing this is in the private security industry with boots on the ground uh, type security. Anything that you see that has security, we don't call them guards, but guards, Uh, We call them officers. Uh, But security guards, we do. We have a a fleet of about 16 vehicles now, and not to mention a bunch of golf carts. So we do uh, patrols for HOAs, for businesses, especially during this COVID period where they haven't had people. We'll do patrols. And really, it's just basically anything that you need security to uh, watch over your assets and stuff and your property. That's what we do, so
2: that's pretty, pretty well covers it. Well, well, this year, Rick, 2020 has been really strange with COVID and so forth, and you would think, okay, a lot of businesses maybe not doing as well and uh, might not need security. And then again, there's been some unru- unrest around the country and around the Atlanta area as well. So ha- have you seen your business grow or decrease in this crazy time?
3: Well, actually, we've seen our business grow. Um, it's been a mixed bag. You have some clients out there that are in the residential field uh, arena that they have problems because, of course, their people that are staying there may have problems paying their rent. So their budgets get a little bit tight, and they may have to kind of decrease. But at the same time, they need security because, you know, the same, all the reasons, vandalism and all that. But we've also seen logistics uh, because of thefts and different things like that that are needing security so we have gotten actually we've grown quite a bit during this we've been very lucky and very blessed that we haven't had to uh, do anything but continually try to hire people Uh, never had to let anybody go so it's it's been a strain in a lot of ways uh, personnel wise and all that but overall uh, the security business itself is doing well
2: Well since you have the heads of each of your departments here today let's kind of ask them how it's been for them in this uh, year of 2020 and of COVID-19 and we'll start with Renee because she is so excited to get on the air and talk aren't you Renee? Thank
4: you Mike yes I am.
2: You're in charge of hiring?
4: I am in charge of hiring. What
2: what has that been like this year? Well
4: it has been challenging um, due to the virus. Um, It has been very hard to get qualified people. We've tried to make it everything easy and convenient um for people to apply um it's just getting people up and wanting to work and not sit at home and get a get a paycheck
2: right right and what things have you had to do and and this can be for for rick as well as renee have you had to do when you when you bring as far as things around the office how have you changed how you're doing business to keep people safe or at least make them feel safe go ahead renee
4: well we've we've kept everything clean we wear our masks we have social distancing we do all the protocols necessary to keep our environment safe because we're an essential business we stayed working this whole time
2: when it comes to hiring people you're doing great Renee you're doing great don't make faces you're doing great when it comes to hiring hiring people you also have to train them and that includes not just new people but people that you are probably training all the time that have been working for you for years So, Ed, how has the training aspect, has that changed at all in 2020?
5: It has changed because we've had to up our standards. We've had to go out and do more stuff to get more people involved to up their their training as well. Once they get past the basic 24-hour security training, we have other modules that we train to continue their education as well
2: mark you're the new guy on the team you're uh this in charge of scheduling and, and staffing your director or, or operations manager and scheduler how have you been affected in 2020
6: well the biggest thing that affects us is just the fact of we have a limited staff so we're right now as rick said we're getting more business because we're getting a lot of emergency coverages and uh Extra fire watches and uh, sites of this nature, so we're having to use the same people to work all the sites. Um, so it's a challenge every day. I'm up uh, pretty much 18 20 hours a day with uh, my supervisors, and we're having to put uh, uh, move officers around and and uh, so that we can cover all the posts. So, uh, it's just a challenge of using the same people all the time
2: and when you have boots on the ground uh, everybody out there I assume they've told they need to wear a mask and all the safety precautions we have to
6: have them in masks we have to have them in gloves Uh, anything the client requires we have to put them in so that uh the uh the client feels safe because the client is the one that dictates what we have to do during the COVID
2: and what we have to have our people in Right, I want to uh, ask James now, director of operations.
1: What what does that entail? Basically, it entails uh, responsibility for everything. It seems like um, a lot of the day-to-day operations and new clients, and make sure that the existing clients are happy and we fulfill all their um, expectations of us. Keep it, it,
2: keeping Rick in place.
1: <laughs>
2: that's a, that's a full-time job right there. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Good luck. Not mine though. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. <clears throat> But uh, how has the civil unrest and everything that's been going on in the past year, how has that affected your performance, your job?
1: Uh, well, 2020, as everyone knows, has been a a year unlike any challenging. other. Challenging. <laughs> yes, challenging. And uh, a lot of our clients uh, during certain periods of the year with, um, you know, the elections and other things that have gone on have required extra presence. Uh, they've wanted uniform security out there. They wanted a lot of surveillance. And and that proactiveness that we, we try to provide for them. Um, back when all of it started in the early part of the year, it was especially rough on us because it was so sudden. And then we had to uh, you know make sure our staff was available and people were working a lot of double shifts and covering hours to make sure our clients were happy. Um, our operations manager now has been, in, had his finger on the pulse of things and kept everything staffed pretty well. So um, as busy and challenging as it has been, we have fulfilled our goals so far.
2: You talk about challenges, and Rick and I have talked about this plenty of times where it's hard to find good people. Renee's out there trying to recruit and hire good people, and then Ed's got to you know train them and so forth, and it seems like it's it's all connected to each other, and that makes it even tougher because now more people need your services, and you have to go out there and find good, qualified people.
3: Well, that has been probably the biggest challenge that we've had during the whole thing is – acquiring the staff to be able to staff the client sites finding you know a lot of times the people that are out here doing this they may not be they may have never worked security uh you what you what we try to focus on is taking this material this one person and trying to go through training mold it into somebody that understands what to do and then it's a a never-ending process because you get them trained and you can only learn so much in the academy which we have our own Academy but you can only train them so much then they have to go out to the site then they have to be trained on that site and then the training is just ongoing it never ends because you've got somebody here that you've got to mold into the quality of an officer that you want and they don't start out that way 99 percent of the time if you're lucky they may leave another company and come over to you or something like that and already have a little basic training other but a lot of the times we're reaching raw material mm-hmm.
2: it, it's difficult I bet Chris Beatty is the uh, the VP of business development Chris how has it been with this whole pandemic now are you finding that more and more companies are reaching out saying listen we we need security or or has it been a little tougher to, to get the business
0: um, I'd say there's probably two sides to that coin, Being one being um, a lot of our existing customers, uh, mostly in multifamily and apartment housing, have had problems collecting rent from those people that they can't evict because of the way the laws are set up right now to protect people. Um, so they're either cutting back on ours, um, or in some cases, temporarily suspending service altogether just because they don't have the revenue coming in to support it. There are other companies that have not used security, say, in in the last few years or whatever, um, that have called us because with criminal activity on the rise, whether it's car break-ins, vandalism, all that stuff we hear about in the news and read in the papers, um, they're now having to respond to get physical protection in place uh, to protect their facility and their employees, <clears throat> excuse me, and um, so it's um, you know it's going two directions. The biggest thing we have to do with our existing clients is be flexible. We're getting a lot of new clients that historically have not used physical security before, and so there's a big demand there that's actually a big part of our growth during this during this very t- trying time.
2: When we had some unrest in Atlanta, Rick, your company was smack dab in the middle of it. You've had some people that were involved in security. I think you had a few of your vehicles that actually damaged in some of the the rioting that was going on. So you've been right in the middle of all of this.
3: Oh, yeah. We, uh, you know, coming from uh, a background in law enforcement, and actually I come from a background in law enforcement. Mark comes from a background in law enforcement, and so does James. You know, you have a tendency to get called into situations that, A lot of times people don't get called into and we had two of our vehicles one of them just you know pretty well trashed that took uh, a a lot of time and uh, tenderness to get back into a condition where it could be driven but you know we had two vehicles that were that were beat up and damaged luckily we've gone through this and because of the training and the type of people that we put in these particular zones where that was happening we've we've not had any injuries to people because of the, all of this just to the vehicles and the equipment
2: you touched upon all the services you provide at the beginning of the show how, how let me d- dig a little deeper into that when people need security or you know they maybe want some personnel to to guard their place or be with them for or whatever they need uh, do you go all, Do you have armed guards as well? Because I, mean, I know a lot of you t- times you have people that are just looking at things and keeping an eye on things, and if help is needed, they call 911 or they call your command center or whatever. Do you actually have physically people that are armed that will get engaged if they need to be?
3: Yes. We have a, an armed services division, and then we also have our unarmed. And then we also have uh, – being from the background that I have we have contacts where a lot of a lot of times we'll have people that want law enforcement and we do have the ability to pull in extra job law enforcement personnel to work some of these clients and of course to do traffic for major construction companies when they're doing construction is a big it's a big part of our business in the major construction of these buildings of course they have permits they have traffic control and all that and I do all the permits and then we set up all the uh, law enforcement I do all that myself
2: and Rick you guys are expanding into uh, surveillance as far as technology talk a little bit about that we do
3: we have got a new monitoring service that is uh, coming on board that we've been working with we actually had it uh, working with a couple of our clients that is an amazing uh, monitoring service that we have it to where it's like can be live monitored very reasonable cost And then we can respond uh, either through our patrols or if we have someone on site, it works hand in hand with the uh, security officers that are on site. It monitors, sets up uh, parameter fences, we call them geofences, sets that up with the cameras. Uh, It's an amazing technology and we're trying to keep right on the cutting edge of all that technology as we move forward. It's going to be a great benefit to our customers.
2: Well, moving forward, I want to talk about, uh, you know, I want to get more on the positive side because it's been a very challenging year. Uh, And I'll start with Rick and we'll go right around the table. But uh, as far as this year, it's been very challenging. What would you say has been your, your greatest success or your biggest pride in 2020?
3: I think really probably the thing that's pleased me the most is that as a team, paradigm has come together and through our management team and our on the ground team and our officers and been able to maintain the service to our clients despite all the facts of the, the, the pain that has caused us in trying to get people. Uh, we've had no problem really keeping them, it's just getting them. But the, with the number of hours that have flowed in, the number of personnel that has been slow to increase, that we've actually been able to maintain, stay on top of our clients and provide the, the service that they expect but even more so most of the time better
2: service than they they thought they'd get all right james and operations your biggest source of pride in in a crazy year
1: well i echo rick on that um being able to maintain and even increase our customer service to our clients with COVID. sometimes they're not in the office oftentimes we have to make appointments with them or something will come up without notice and we'll have to meet with them and pull them out of their working from home or something and then uh you know trying to make sure that all their expectations are met or even you know increased and then at the same time generating new business and and maintaining that level of service it's it's a challenge every day I bet I bet uh Chris as far as business development I would think
2: now with what's been going on businesses are happy to hear from you you know because sometimes
0: it's like oh gosh leave me alone you're trying to sell me something now they want to talk to you um that's very true Uh, I think circumstances out in the streets and and out in the communities, um, even in the downtown Buckhead area, it's in the news every week. Um, It's generating a lot of interest in what can we do to help mitigate uh, the criminal activity that's going on. And it's gotten bolder. Uh, It's gotten uh, uh, more consistently uh, occurring in certain areas of town. And those people are having to respond. And quite frankly, cameras are a great way to look at what happened after the fact. But when you've got physical security, security officers in place, it creates a much greater deterrent effect.
2: I do want to ask the question while I'm thinking about it right now. You guys are based here in Gwinnett County. Your area of coverage, though, serves where?
0: Primarily uh, 12 to 13 counties around uh, the Atlanta market area and north Georgia.
2: Got gotcha. you. Mark, your biggest source of pride in 2020. It's been a, a crazy year, but uh, what do what you uh, you know, smile about when you think about 2020?
6: Well, my officers themselves, because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be sitting at this table. I mean, they're, uh, they're the ones that get up out of bed on a moment's notice, get dressed, go to sites. Uh, they're the ones that show up every day and do the job. And... They're the ones that keep the clients safe and at the same time keep themselves safe so they go home at night.
2: Yeah. And sometimes they've got to be flexible. All of a sudden, you've got to change their location or their time because you can't control things out there.
6: And we, you know, I never get a complaint from them. They're constantly, we can call them up and say, I know you were going here, but I need to move you there and we'll backfill that. And they never complain. They said, All right, just send me the address. I'll put it in GPS and
2: be on the way. And what do you say has been your biggest uh, claim to success this year? The one I'm most proud of is I teach uh, CPR
5: and AED. We had an officer come out of class a couple of months ago, and the first week out of class, he performed CPR on a perfect stranger,
2: and that stranger survives. So that's my shining star there. Wow, that's a, that's a great story. And Renee, I know it's been a tough year, obviously, trying to find folks, but what are you proudest of in 2020?
4: Well, being human resources, I'm proud of all the humans that work for Paradigm. I, I have to echo what Rick said and what Mark said, that um, all the employees have stepped up to the plate and they don't complain and they do their job and they do it well.
2: All right. We're going to talk about the, re- the reason I'm hosting the show, if you're just joining us, is because we are celebrating 100 episodes of Case in Point. This is a radio show and podcast uh, that Rick started about uh, two and a half years ago, June 6th, 2018, and here we are 100 episodes later. I'm not gonna ask you, Rick, I'm gonna ask your cohorts here. What'd you all think when you first heard that Rick was gonna do a radio show?
3: Don't all speak at once. <laughs>
2: what were you thinking? <laughs> That's what we thought. I mean, what is what is Rick like around the office and then to think he was doing a radio show? Renee, what, when, when we first had the conversation a couple of years ago, what were you thinking?
4: What the what? <laughs> <laughs>
2: what the what? More like what the hell. See, see everyone's afraid to speak right now with, with you in the room, Come Rick. Come on, y'all, speak up. I, say, I, I know Chris ask, is willing to say you know, something. How do they think he's doing on the show?
0: I think things are going very, very well. Rick and I talked about this prior to you all kicking this program off, and um, I thought it was going to be a unique opportunity um, on a unique platform, if you will, to talk to people and expose people to information that they normally wouldn't have access to uh, other than the typical Facebook or YouTube stuff that's out there, which doesn't necessarily always get to the point, ergo case in point.
2: And what security companies out there are doing a podcast like this and giving back to the business community as well?
0: I'm not aware of any others. Um, there could be some other companies doing this, right? but I'm not aware of them. James, you were a guest on one of his shows, weren't you? What what was that like?
1: It was fun, actually. Uh, barring, you know, a couple of faux pas I might have made, but it was it was pretty good.
3: Just uh, you can try asking in my website now and you probably know it. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't go
2: there. All right, all right I won't do that. Um <laughs> How have you enjoyed the show you know 100 shows now in. I mean, I know obviously you were probably nervous as heck now Now you're a big star you walk in with sunglasses on you know, you know, you know trying to get rid of the autograph seekers You might need your own security, you know personnel to shield you from the uh, autograph seekers
3: Yeah, I think I'll uh, not worry about that for right now, but I I enjoy getting just all those hands-on
2: Yeah, but but seriously you seem like you've really had a good time you you've you've Talk to a lot of people in the community. A lot of people know who you are now because of this. And and best of all, it seems like you're having fun. I
3: am. um, You know, the original idea, I've I've said it before, the original idea was to talk to people, bring them on, make that connection to create business out of it. And I think the part I enjoy the most is is having the nonprofits on, the people that don't have a, a platform that they really can get a message out for. To have them come on and talk about their nonprofit, talk about what they do, how they reach out to the community, how they help the community, and, and then maybe help them out to help them grow or to help them get funding or just to get their message out. I think that's what I enjoy the most out of the show is, is really filling that gap that seems to be lacking
2: uh, out in the media. Well, we have certainly enjoyed having you as part of our family here at Business Radio X. It's been a lot of fun, um, and I appreciate the, the friendship that we've uh, grown together over the years as well. And I'm, I'm so happy for Paradigm that you guys have been able to not just survive this whole COVID thing, but actually be able to do well and, and grow the business over uh, this crazy year um as i go around the table one last time and i'll start with james and work my way around because renee does not want me to ask her the questions first she wants to be last so she can think about it <laughs> you
4: save the best for last i right?
2: save the best for last That's um, i go last
4: age before beauty
2: what is it about paradigm Thanks. that makes team paradigm <laughs> so successful and and if you want to talk about the culture i mean uh, i th- i think i've been able to experience a lot of it because when i come by the office all the time i mean rick seems to be accessible it's not a closed door office Um, just seems to be a very positive culture there but what is it about team paradigm that makes you guys so successful
1: Uh, personally speaking i think it's uh, each department head we kind of work together and we kind of do each other's jobs a little bit a lot of the times uh, where i may need something done by someone and it's not in their Wheelhouse, but they'll still help me out with it and, and we'll get through that and vice versa. You know, I, I may be asked to do something and step up in a different area that I'm used to, and uh, we all do that seamlessly. Sounds like no egos. I don't have uh, Other than Rick's probably. There's
3: a lot of egos, <laughs> but they're willing to downplay them and share
2: them. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Um, Chris,
0: what is it about Team Paradigm that has created the success, this ongoing success? Um. I've been in this business on and off since 1991. I've been with big international corporations and smaller companies, and the culture that I've seen in the four years that I've been with Rick and with Paradigm has grown into more of a family um, op- on an operational level. All of us are accessible to each other 24 hours a day, and most of our clients know that for operations purposes, All of us are operationally accessible 24 hours a day. That's why I've got a big comfortable couch in my living room (laughs) for those calls at three o'clock in the morning. So even though my title says I'm involved in business development, I try to work with James and Mark as much as possible to uh, help out with um, training issues or service issues in the field with the client. And I think one of the biggest differences we're very hands on with our clients and they don't have to wait a day or a week to get a call back when there's a situation that pops up. And I think that that helps a lot because it builds a trust with us that a lot of other companies don't seem to develop um, in this industry.
2: I would agree with that. Now, Mark, uh, Chris has been here for four years. You've been here closer to like something like four months or so. Three months. Three months, okay. Three months, yeah. So w- what have you seen as you've come in? Why? Why do you think this team has been successful in the short time that you've seen it?
6: because all the pieces of the puzzle fit, it's not trying to put the puzzle together, the puzzle snaps together. And each of us can do or help out each other no matter what time of day it is or night. Um, We can get on the phone with each other, fix a problem, pick up uniforms at the office, uh, just anything we need to do to make uh, a site run we have the access with each other
2: and we just all snap together like a puzzle. Great. And Ed from your viewpoint what makes Team Paradigm successful?
5: Well I've been here about eight years seems like yesterday but I think the key to being successful with our company is Rick Stron. he's uh, out there he is a mentor to all of us. He lets us do our jobs but he keeps us on the right path um, if we stray gets on our butts a little bit, but then we get right back up on the path. And I think he's the key to our success. Putting this team together with all of Rick.
3: Well I appreciate that. Thank you very much.
2: I'll even give you a bell for that. <phone rings> Renee.
4: I don't think I can follow follow up with that. Well, well you I want come
2: on try. <laughs> you could have gone first, but you didn't want me to pick you first, so
4: <laughs> thanks. Um, I just think because of how we treat our team members, as we are all family, like um, Mark had said, um, we know that the team members are ultimately responsible for our success, and we are successful.
2: All right, and Rick, I'm going to let you get the last word in why you think your team is so successful. Everybody seems to be pointing the finger to you as a big part of it.
3: Well, I can tell you what, it wouldn't be a company if the people that are sitting around this table didn't work their rear ends off. Uh, I'm just up here trying to make the pieces fit, What Mark was saying, they all snap together. It's finding the right pieces, finding the right seat on the bus to sit in. Um, we've got a lot of good people, and just keeping a focus. Uh, when something When something happens, being able to open your mind, being able to understand both sides of the issues looking at the big picture and then make a decision that fits best way for
2: everybody involved all right for those out there that would like to have a conversation with any of your folks here around the table talk more about paradigm use your services um what's the best way to do that
3: well they can go it a couple of ways they can call our office which is six seven eight six eight four 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 zero zero. Or the the general website is uh, www.paradigmsecurity.net, and for those that don't know, paradigm is P-A-R-A-D is in Delta, I-G is in Golf, M is in Mike. Somebody told me one time never name a company something that you can't spell, and <laughs> I should have heard that. I wish I'd have heard that before I named the company. But um, and then also there's info. INFO at paradigm dot net. That's the general email address and most everybody sitting around this table gets a copy of that and uh if they call the office they can get individual numbers and individual uh, email addresses
2: well rick congratulations on on, on on soldiering through this 2020 and actually growing your market share and continued continued success with your business and of course uh on behalf of our entire family here at business radio x congratulations on reaching 100 episodes most people don't make it that far with us because we drive them out before then but you you've stuck around well they've run out of money you know you never know <laughs> <laughs> exactly so here's to maybe yeah. another 100 or so we'll see um but uh, thank you again again uh, We'll have a video out there all over our social media. We're going to pie you in the face as soon as we get off the air, but here's a surprise that no one knows. I'm going to let one of your cohorts here pie you in the face. It's not going to be me. Uh, I want to just watch it and enjoy it.
3: How much did Ed pay you? <laughs> how did you know it was Ed? <laughs> it's not hard to figure he was wanting to do it and
2: i was trying to avoid that but so let's go ahead and wrap up the show so we can get to the fun stuff but before we do we do want to thank sosby's garage i know you use them for all your vehicle maintenance i've used them for my personal maintenance for my car as well uh they're lawrenceville loganville loganville that's right out in loganville uh, and they do great work. So our thanks to Sosby's Garage for their participation in this podcast over the last uh, year and a half. Without their support, uh, you know, we wouldn't be able to be doing this. So uh, big shout out to Sosby's Garage.
3: Thank you very much.
2: All right. Well, I want to thank all of our guests, uh, Renee and Ed and James and Mark and Chris and, of course, Rick, for allowing me to kind of turn the tables and put him on the uh, the hot seat today. Uh, for Rick and the rest of the team and for Amanda, who's producing, we'll see you next time here on Business Radio X.
3: And don't forget, Paradigm Security Services, we cover more than just your assets.